two white listeners hello <laughs> good day <laughs> how are you hope y'all voted biden yeah if they're listening to us they probably did right yeah. I, I couldn't trump supporter listening to us unless it's a black man because or there's a trump we could have a trump supporter hate listening and if you are it's still fuck you yeah actually they Thanks probably do listen because y'all remember when we did the zoom and we had the Klansmen randomly come in did have the KKK come into our thing. I thought about that. I was like, that really happened. That was a thing that occurred in real life. So I think they may listen. And again, it's still fuck you from the last episode. Yes. Um, until our very last episode, I was going to be fuck you. Yeah. But um, they may hear at the jokes on you pod. That was just the most upsetting shit. I can't believe that happened. But the more I look at what's going on with America. It's on brand. It is on brand. So yeah, it happened. That makes sense to me. And of course, today, the last two days has been like a really good um, white people look at yourselves. Look at yourself. It's a mirror. Look at what, look at who y'all will vote for because you hate niggas so much. Y'all don't even give a fuck about your own stimulus. Y'all don't want to be stimulated. The thing about it is, it's not just racism, it's hysterical Christianity. It's all different types of bigotry that people are like, if you see a part of yourself as somebody, you're gonna be like, bam, I'm there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So even like, black people voting for him strictly because they believe he's a Christian, the, the right is Christian and pro-life. Not necessarily him, but the party, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why black men are, are drinking the Kool-Aid as well. You know, oh, massage me, sign me up. Just vote for it. It's for me that have been supporting Trump. Like y'all stole. Y'all are going to steal regardless of who's in office. So he didn't make it easier to steal. That's what really fucks me up. Scammers like, well, I'm getting money in the pandemic. Yes, but you scam. Nothing gets in your way. That's what you do. Stimulus and unemployment and shit. Like Trump is trying to get rid of all that shit. So you're not going to have any unemployment to steal if Trump is in office. Exactly. You can't scam people's $1,200 if there's no more $1,200. there's no more $1,200, that's real. So, exactly. gamers, tap in. Like, what are y'all doing? What's going Start on? Letter. Let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get let's get some scammer letters. I would love that. Yes, you know, from your burner emails, just tell us your scam tales. Scam tales. Why scam you Sonic so much? You saw a little, um, little pump came to the rally. Fuck little. I mean, I can't name one little pump song. I don't even really know who those Klansmen know who Little Pump is. You said what? Those Klansmen don't listen to rap. They just know. Oh, he makes nigger music, and he's gonna get the niggers. And and you know what? 
you know, like 70,000 people voted for Kanye or 50,000? 50,000. 50,000. You know what? I just, it scares me more so than like I, I run into murderers. Like, cause they say you're at the grocery store, you're going about your life. You're meeting a certain number of murderers a day. That's fine. But it it's scares me that, well, it's not fine, but comparably running into a fucking Kanye voter is way scarier to me than a murderer. No, I think about that all the time. Like I'm in the grocery store, I'm at the mall, but like one of these people is a barb from Twitter. It's me <laughs> on the podcast. I'm the Barbie we're looking for this whole time. You just don't realize like, you, have own, you have your own profile picture, but you're not a Barbie with a picture from 2011 as your picture. I was sad that the nigga can't be in the birthday room with your mom's dead bitch or something like that. And I was like, whoa! You know my favorite Barb moment? I'm not laughing. Like, you are so crazy. Yeah. My favorite Barb moment is the bitches being like, are you Mariah Lynn's mother? Punch. Like, that shit is funny to me. Don't that talk no shit. shit. The barbs will come see about your mother. And that's and it. It's just like, whoop. That's a bitch running up on Sharon because I said I didn't like Aaron. super basic some yeah. shit. Like, what? <laughs> if my mom got her ass whooped because I said something negative about Nikki's husband, my mama just got her ass whooped because I shouldn't have been like ill on the queen. I feel the same about people when they make shots at Beyonce and then they're like, people told me to kill myself. You shouldn't have been spoken, speaking on her like that. She didn't say nothing to you. Beyonce, Nikki, I can understand people speaking on. She's problematic. Beyonce says nothing to nobody. You really like literally her. nothing to nobody at her own events, nothing. Even when she like waiting to say something, why does bitch ain't say nothing? And then trying to come to find like, out. Beyonce, Beyonce is Batman. Like she's, she, Beyonce's not a fucking superhero. I mean, I mean she is, but that kind. But like people, Stop killing people. Oh, Beyonce said, "Stop, y'all. Let's let's calm Beyonce, Beyonce cannot get it. Time to pack it in. Beyonce cannot do everything. Remember when she tried to convince us to be vegan? Remember she was like, "I will give y'all lifetime tickets to see me and Jay Z." I committed to three days a week of not eating meat. Ask me how many days a week I eat meat. Seven, seven days. Like, remember when Beyonce had the shortcut, not the bangs, but the shortcut, and she uploaded that selfie. We were like, "No, sis, that's not it." Yeah, no, that was awful. It was a rough first couple years. Instagram for Beyonce. Yeah. Back when she was Baddie B. Yeah, Baddie B, it wasn't. Yeah, because she could. She needed a protection. If y'all see me outside with a half shaved head and a half red head, things are not okay. Don't listen to what I say. I'm falling to fucking pieces. Or if y'all see me dead Arby's, call the cops. I'm unstable. Well, you know, Melanie eats Arby's. Melanie will eat anything. Mel is from Florida. She constantly reminds us. This is that's some when Mel does certain shit. I just chalk it up to the Florida. That's why she eats Arby's. Arby's is delicious. Have y'all had Arby's though? Have y'all really inspected the menu and got something that you would like? How do you think I came to this decision? No, because niggas just be like, oh, Arby's sucks. Oh, yeah, Arby's sucks. First of all, I don't want to drive through a window to get hot meat. If I'm eating a roast beef sandwich, I'm at I've never had Arby's because a roast beef sandwich with nacho cheese sounds like something for punishment. It's gross, period. Like, I beg to differ. Arby's aside, like roast, like a pot roast is delicious. But like the roast beef, like the kind of Arby's has is gross, period. So I'm not going to eat that from Arby's. But a motherfucking turkey bacon ranch club, that shit is so good. It sounds like it fucked your stomach up. Just like, that just doesn't sound like some shit should be, should be eaten out of a window. You never have turkey bacon ranch before? But the shit be fresh, I never had though. it at home. This should be fresh. And then they have the curly fries, bitch. And then they have like little sliders too if you don't have like a big appetite. And those are good. 
the bread be soft as shit. So you go to Arby's to get sliders. That doesn't, that doesn't concern I don't, I don't know anything about this. Uh-huh. But I, feel, I mean, I'll eat a fish filet. But all the bad bitches eat fish filet. If y'all eat, <laughs> if y'all eat fucking McDonald's, I don't want to hear shit. So I didn't as a whole. I said, I will go get a fish filet. Eating fish from McDonald's is also weird. I have things that you can judge me on, but that, that's crazy. You may as well eat a McRib while you're at it. No, McRib. I, I actually enjoy the McRib. So I'll have you bitches know that's a very delicious little sandwich bite. And I won't have anybody that eats uh, fucking nacho cheese on their sandwiches frown their face up at my palate. I'll have you bitches know I watch Top oh, Chef. I'm, I'm frowning because I don't eat roast beef in nacho cheese sandwiches. I bet you do <laughs> have secrets. I don't like the brokest shit I've ever done. Eight. Mm. One time I ate a pack of letter opener in college because I couldn't afford plastic forks and I didn't want to tell nobody I couldn't afford forks. <laughs> That's Mine, the brokest shit I've ever done. I took some barbecue lays and I put them on a piece of bread and I put some barbecue sauce on them and I was pretending I had a pulled pork sandwich, but it was just barbecue chips. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that- just a pulled potato sandwich. I just sandwich. What's the between what I did and what vegans do? I'm calling it something else. It's not vegans. Vegans even. I think in college, I used to just eat like oatmeal all all three meals, like throughout the day. Or like, have I stolen food out the cast before? Like I would try to stretch shit. Like if I had a, because I used to have a meal. You gotta be nice to the calf ladies, though. The lady who made the grits, first of all, you ain't never gonna have no grits like grits at Alabama State anywhere, period. Man, the lady who made the grits, we were close, close friends. Like, she's gonna meet me at that little back door and give me, like, a little uh, Chinese food container full of fucking grits, and I would have everything I could with some grits, chips, chicken, whatever came my way. First of all, yeah. chips and grits oh. are the countryest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, they don't yeah. even get together. You just eating shit now. Like, I like grits, and I like chips, and I'm here. I mean, that's fine with me. Do you I get the shame. chips and the grits? Yes. You, it's, you use the chip as a vehicle for the grits. For First the of all, grits. the fact grits being the dipping sauce is very country. Like, very, <laughs> it's very, very country. That's, that's some country. Like, grits and mole. Yeah. I don't know why Charlie's treating me like we in support. No, because I never can see stuff on my skin and your skin is close to mine. So I'm trying to see what it looks like because I can tell yeah that's not what I thought it was but it's still pretty see um so joke of the week obviously is this election that's currently still not even called so maybe by the time we y'all hear this shit we have a president um because what the fuck say that motherfucking Georgia finna turn blue that's my prediction my motherfucking county is motherfucking blue because I organized the fuck out of that bitch I'm so proud of you I keep saying that but I want to say it on record I am proud of La Melanie Yes, I have been an organizer for the Georgia Democratic Party in Columbus, Georgia. is fucking blue. And I'm very proud of myself. I had, I felt, like, I felt like I had no idea what I was doing, but apparently I did because that shit is blue as fuck. So and you had like, a good mentor. <laughs> that was really bad. Oh, yeah, it's different for you. You were an active worker. In that shit. Like, I can really, like... Bro, I cannot wait for my kids and my grandkids to say shit to me. And I'd be like, do you know the reason you have rights today is because the I want to have rights. I, I can't pay for president in 15 inches of snow in Georgia so <laughs> that this shit can turn blue. 
don't you ever raise your motherfucking voice to me, okay? The only reason that we are on, in concentration camps and right plantations now. right now is because I fought for you, for my children in my womb, <laughs> that y'all were not in motherfucking chains, okay? Not the womb. Because we was in chains. Tell them we was in chains. We were back to be enslaved. They were already sorting us out in our district for slavery in 2020. But I fought for y'all. I fought. I fought as a mother because I knew I'm a mother first. I'm a mother. My Blanca voice. So, yeah, I can't wait to tell my kids that I helped organize and shit. I'm so, I'm elated. Um, it feels great. I've been, you know, talking my big shit. 2020 may not be so bad after all. I know it's still terrible, but it may end on a lighter note. So we're just going to hope for the best. It's with so that. funny you still have hope for 2020. Baby, it's November. The score it's November. Yeah. It's yeah. better for us. But you know what? I'll take whatever silver lining we can get at this point because, yeah, it's been pretty terrible. How was your voting experience, Lauren? Did you vote by mail? Did you not vote? I did vote. Originally, I was going to do a mail-in ballot, but like that just didn't sit right with me after a while. I was like, let me just take my black ass up here. So I went to the courthouse. I voted. When I went to vote, it was a lot of Trump supporters in the line. I can't say that was ideal. And it's like, it was crazy. I think the most awkward thing about voting is when like you're in line next to people and y'all look at each other. Y'all can physically tell y'all are on two opposing sides of everything. I could tell by the dust on the boots, the soot on the overalls, the made in America John Deere t-shirt, the trucker hat, the missing bottom tooth. I was like, this is a Trump supporter. And he could see me in my mask. Oh, she's voting for Biden. Yeah. Yeah, you can just tell. And I know white people me in line, old white people, they look at me like, I remember when you didn't have rights to vote, nigger. That's what they're looking at me thinking. And I, I just like, it was just it has been a couple days. And I just like a pickup truck pulled up next to me in traffic. And I was just like, Lord, not like this. For me, I thought that I was going to be at work today because I thought the election was going to be kind of close to call last night, and I was not. They threw a bunch of shit on my calendar. They're like, nah, bitch, this is where you at. You at work. What is the um, Earlier we were talking, and, and Tally really... Huh? The score is like two... I think he had like 264, if I'm not tripping. Yeah, 264 to like 213. Oh, let's wrap this shit up. We might have a president by the end of the podcast. Let's see. Because Nevada's like, oh, we're going to show y'all. They're like, nah, never mind. You know that video of Jocelyn, she was going to show her wedding ring. She's like, nah, I don't have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling y'all, Georgia's currently red, and the votes that they have not counted yet are from the Negresses. They're from right here where we are. From the colored. So when they count these colored votes, watch that bitch turn blue. Mm -hmm. And watch that. Watch going to shake the motherfucking Bible a loose. When the Bible Belt finds out that Georgia has turned and is putting a black ass woman in office at that, Georgia, all of the mountains, all the hillbillies, they are going to ride tonight. And it's fine because don't nobody give a fuck about no Klansmen. Klansmen don't even give a fuck about Klansmen. They wouldn't be doing that dumb. Y'all voting to kill yourselves. Like, this is really just. Well, they're, like, they're dying and then still not caring because they're just that racist. I'm not arguing with nobody that's voting against their own fucking interests. I'm just not. That's how I feel about the, the Spanish people. Like, But granted, Spanish people that are lighter skinned, 
those are the Trump supporters. We're looking at the Cubans. Y'all, mostly y'all, we're looking dead at y'all. And that's really what I think happened in Florida. I think it was mostly like white passing Spanish people. And that's the saddest part. You voting against your own, own fucking people. They are el clackets. Like it's just, they are white people with a little bit of um, Goya. Like yeah. white people with Sazon. Like it's just, they're white. Fucking bananas and shit. Like that's Cubans. Not all, all Cuban. We have Cuban listeners. I know one of your grandparents is racist. Tell us which one. Is it your grandmother or your Cuban grandfather that hates the blacks? Write us a letter. Cucasians. Cucasians. No, seriously. That's really funny. I very much enjoyed that. But no, um, this work is very exhausting. I'm hoping this is my last presidential cycle because I'm tired. It's it's exhausting. It's like. Well, Trump just filed a lawsuit against Georgia to hot county. How are you going to tell people to stop counting votes? I don't understand how you think that's, like, the funny appropriate. Part is when he said don't count no more votes, he wasn't up. So. He's like, oh, you want to stop when you're losing? What are you talking about? Like, now, you're not. These people trying to count. Yeah, in Michigan, yeah. Like, these people have been counting for 24 fucking hours. Like, get out of their face. What are you talking about? Honestly, listen. lawyers in there. After three hours of counting, I would start throwing away the Republican votes. Because I'd be like, look, bro, like, we've been in here all night. I've never, I don't trust myself. I don't trust like, myself. Oh, no. Oops. Niggas say absentee ballots is rigged. It would be the riggedest if I was up in that motherfucker. I am. All the Kanye votes would have got shredded. We wouldn't even have known about that shit. Y'all said 50,000. It would have been two Kanye votes. That's it. I made it one lonely contest. One vote? Like, this nigga really waited up. Like, he really was like, let's see, you guys. That's that narcissism. For you to have never voted in your life. Until your 40s. Until your 40s. When you run for president. When you built a whole portion of your career off saying George Bush Bush doesn't care about Black people. Mm -hmm. Never voted. And you stayed up all night to watch yourself get 50,000 votes. The narcissism. That's a Gemini. And you still got the fact that you got 50,000 votes. It doesn't blow my mind because he definitely has 50,000 fans. So that right there should fill the gap. But you didn't win. You made 50,000 people waste their fucking time. You were a distraction. Congratulations. But you know what? I believe that those 50,000 people that voted for Kanye were going to vote for Trump. So you know what? We'll take it. Essentially, by voting for Kanye, they did vote for Trump. Which is fine. That's what they're going to do. They want to waste their votes. They should have wrote my name in. Give me 50,000. I ain't going to do shit either. If you if you get up there, if you know that it's two candidates, only two candidates that have the possibility of winning and to make a fucking statement, you vote for George uh, Joe Jorgensen or you fucking vote for Kanye West, then you really a fucking dumbass, and that's really it. Because I get not wanting to support either party, I definitely understand that you could have just not voted, but you're going to split the vote. You're actively undermining what is happening with democracy right now to go vote for Joe Jorgensen. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. That was like when Diggs was writing in Harambe. I'm like, bro, he did. He not only is dead, but he is an ape. He is a <laughs> dead gorilla. There's a lot of barriers to him now, winning. Now, wait a minute. Harambe may have been a better president than Trump, though. He may have been more tolerant. If you don't vote for a monkey, vote for Caesar from Planet of the Apes. The first one. Not after he went off the ape. They didn't vote for a living <laughs> monkey. They voted for a dead one. Monkey, you you can at least vote for Bubbles, Michael Jackson, homie. This you know, a dead monkey has done better in politics than I have. Did That's- a dead monkey do better than 
I haven't looked. I didn't run, time. but he didn't run either. That's how he got shot. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Harambe. Oh. You're a real funny nigga. Man, RIP to that nigga though. How do we know Harambe was white or black? That ape might identify as a white ape. We know he was black because they shot him. That, that part. Didn't he, did he have a black kid? Was it the black kid who got grabbed? I think it was a black kid. Just think about that the black, black kid. I couldn't believe a black child embarrassed their black mother in front of everybody in the world that way. It was a black kid. It was a black kid. I couldn't believe it. I it was a black kid, and I remember looking at my two black friends. Like, I will fuck you niggas up. We ever go to the zoo and you go in a motherfucking enclosure. And as a parent, you know it's not fair. You put me in a position where I look at you in the ape enclosure and everybody's like, jump down there and save your son. And I'm like, it's big ass apes. Listen, if my son fall into a goddamn ape enclosure, just go on and start the GoFundMe, bro, because what I'm God not going to get that nigga for you. Didn't nobody tell you to get your ass up there. You do not speak monkey. If he was in jump four years of life in that fucking ape enclosure, then who and am I? I told you to stay by me. I told you, I to, told stay you to stay by me. I know I said that. You I know what? I hate to say this. Home, how bad kids are. I may have a leech on my kids. Don't you? I'm going to make my children going to make fun of your children. That's real. I mean, they're probably going to make fun of my kids anyway. So, well, that is awesome. some of the so, kids leashes, though, I saw this white girl, she was misbehaving at the mall, like absolutely acting a fool. And then her mama grabbed her backpack because the leashes look like backpacks now. And like the, le- the, the like, leash be like a tail or some shit. It was cute. But that white girl started tripping. Her mama grabbed the bottom of that backpack and pulled that leash out and snatched her shit. Like when your dog going too far and you like slow down, that white girl whole energy changed. And now I'm into animal control for kids. I stand behind it. Shot collars for little kids who won't shut the fuck up. Let's do it. One time, Jodeci was misbehaving so bad that he yanked me into the street and I pulled him back so hard that he rolled like a tumbleweed. And I <laughs> felt so bad. I all the people on myself. This nigga did a barrel roll and he was so mad. Like he stood still after he like got his footing back together. He was like, bitch, how dare you? Not you that hard. Did you, um, did you ever like, have you ever, cause I had a dog. And I didn't mean to, but I snatched him a little back hard, but I was trying to protect him. He was about to run the streets, a little Pomeranian, a little stupid ass nigga. I snatched the nigga so hard, he coughed. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Dogs fake cough. It did feel like he was clearing his throat, not coughing. Yeah, dogs fake cough and fake sneeze because they know that you pay attention when they do that. So they're like kids that are like, And that says he's all fake. Like that cat, that cat in that picture, you know, the cat with the curled tongue, the coughing cat, that was a fake cough. Cause don't nobody <laughs> cough like that. That's a, when you're trying to push the germs out. <laughs> right. With the germs. Have y'all ever tried to get somebody sick on purpose or try to get sick on purpose? Like let somebody sneeze on you or some wild shit? Of the Bernie Mac show, but somebody had pink eye and nobody wanted to go to school, so everybody tried to get pink eye too. That's nasty, whether it was real life or the show. That's I think that was Bernie Mac show. That's some nasty shit there. I, I do remember pox on purpose. Well, they gave me chicken pox on purpose because my sister had it, so they were just like, put Jasmine in there. <laughs> so <laughs> with her, let it spread. Yeah, they did that, so we both got it together and they wouldn't have to miss work. That's some black ass. I, was I had scarlet fever. How'd you get scarlet fever? Where was you at? That's some, that Florida shit leaking out. 
it was I was in Florida and I had scarlet fever. I don't know what exactly were my symptoms because my sister had it, but I didn't have it as bad as she did. I think Florida it was is peeling. America's basement. And I had scarlet fever. My my grandma watched me. This is like one of the very few times that like my mom let her keep me, which is so funny. So she would come over sick the one fucking time. <laughs> Like, they let her keep me, and she made some good-ass sausage for breakfast. We was vibing, mm-hmm. watching TV all day. It was, this was grandma you didn't really like for real, right? No, no, no. Uh, this is one I like. She was just off. Okay. But she meant... So how you get scarlet fever in 24 hours of her care? So you contracted the fever at her home? No, 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 no. Because I was sick at home, she... Because my parents... I don't know what my dad was doing. Because my dad was home during the day because he was a pastor. So he was he didn't have, like, a day job. He yeah. worked on Sundays, obviously, like, Bible study and shit. But he couldn't keep me. So she was watching me during the day. And we, we had a good time. I don't know where I got scholar people from. I don't know if it was from school or what. Were you hanging out, like, in some sort of weird part of the house? Like, the basement or the attic? Is that where he hides? I'm from Miami. We didn't have basements. And Y'all don't have basements? No, because we're um, below sea oh, level. Oh, because it's water. But we don't have... Um, if that's the ocean yeah that's <laughs> the sea um but no and we didn't have an attic for real we did but like, like no one ever went up there but i think that's when my mom hit the you know we have not lived in that house since 2007 my mom still would not tell me where she hit the presents the christmas presents yes i still don't know and i'm a grown what i'm gonna do with my kids is wrap a bunch of empty boxes in like maybe like september and then when they misbehave i'll just throw one away mm-hmm. like i'm throwing my mom said that. I think I told y'all the story. She threw away my well, not she didn't throw it away. She took my Xbox back, and because I made a gay family in The Sims, and yeah, I was that is I was ten. They took your whole Xbox for a gay family. That's one game. Take the fucking game. I got straight games. It's Crash Bandicoot. He loved coochie. System. I got a new TV that year. I had hella stuff that year. Didn't even have nothing to hook up to the TV. I mean, yeah. But she took my entire Xbox back. And the only reason I know I had an Xbox is because she forgot to take back the accessories, like the extra controller, like the, the case for the game. I'm like, Mom, why do I have an Xbox thing? She's like, oh, you had an Xbox for Christmas. I took that back after you showed your ass. Something like, she didn't say that, obviously. Yo. But I was like, oh, my God. No, my grandma just sent me a picture of her when she was 20. Oh, how cute. Oh. look a little bit of like. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, sorry. That's precious. That, yeah. She has a cute shirt on. Mm-hmm. That's a dress. I she didn't play. I wear that today. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I was just like sick about that. But I also got like a mannequin head that's that Christmas. I got the TV, something else I really wanted. But it was just like, you was that man. That's crazy. My dad would like cancel everything. Like if I messed up at all. And one year my stepmom was drunk and it was already December. So my birthday was already like on the rise. And I whatever I did, I barely did it. Like it wasn't like that be real. And my dad was like, no birthday and no Christmas. And my stepmom, this is about the time they to get divorced and she was so drunk and she was like baby can't have no christmas richie the baby can't have no christmas christmas you can't sleep christmas she don't do shit <laughs> baby can't. and she just kept repeating baby can't have no christmas <laughs> and so she started sobbing and everybody was like that's not like some shit that Jimmy campbell would have said on my wife and kid baby can't have no christmas baby can't have no christmas <laughs> how you cancel christmas that's so evil no yeah he did like when he would get upset at something one of us did, he would like start snatching the lights down and like the stockings off of the mantle. He threw the tree outside once. Yeah, he was like real life Scrooge. I think he just didn't like Christmas and whenever one of us upset him, he was like, Good. it's go time. Good, it's Yeah. My I don't like that effect. look much for me. Like the only time I really got shit taken was when, uh, what was that, early 2000s. I had got caught up. I was on MSN Messenger, showing this boy my boobs, child. 
on the family computer because you know that was when the webcams was new so the family computer was in the living room at the little you know the office area of it and I was in there showing breasts um and the unfortunate can we just it's pretty justified because you're showing your titties on MSN but to be fair to be fair I didn't even have titties so I'm just showing this is more biological than anything I was showing the titties and my mom um with the way the house was set up, when you open the door, you could see everything in the living room. So she comes in, my titties are out. I'm acting like I just got titties out in the house. Not that big of a deal. I live here, no problem. Just thinking everything's fine till the nigga on the webcam was like, what's going on? Stop talking to me. Yeah, she beat me. My mom beat my ass. And do you know, I did not have, when I went to- No, the first time I did a 69, my dad started coming home and I just threw the nigga over the balcony. Like the back, like balcony patio. Like I just pushed him over. You got with No, because I was like, this is something that I just can't. Because the guy, my dad never met him. I just knew him from school. Like it was just like a whole big secret. He had been coming to the house. I heard that garage door go up. I was like, you gotta go. He was like, I got no car. I was like, you gonna have to run. And I just and you do it now. Yep. I was like, you guys. He would have liked that. No, I was like, my father's gonna murder you. And the whole time, I'm just, I'm trying to push him over the edge of the balcony, and he's resisting me. And I had to like push him. Brother, you going home? When I went to college, this is years later, and my parents were getting me a laptop for college. I was like, oh, these are nice. They're like, no web, no laptop with a webcam. At this point, it was almost commonplace for laptops to have webcams. So I got an old laptop for college just because. Even as a grown ass, where it's legal to show my breasts, they was like, "Oh, not nah, bitch," because you was at the house showing titties. No, I'll never forget that. I, and then the the worst part was that nigga told everybody, not about me showing his titties, about me getting in trouble. What? Is it Melania, baby? She's getting the fuck out of there. The, the the nigga what? He told everybody, not about the titty part, about me getting in trouble. Also, he was at your school. Yeah, he went to my school. Girl, okay. He told everybody. Oh, okay. He told oh, so pin fifteen. Like you would like it. That does seem like right pin fifteen. I consumed it. The, when I remember when I first started watching it, um, when the first season came out, I was confused for a split second. Like, are these grown women? Because I'm pretty right. sure they fucking are. But they did a good job making them. Um, kids but that show is amazing i think it's one of the best like shows that captures the 90s even the little subtle shit like it's it's fucking perfect yeah it's beautiful it's basically like a lot of action big mouth which yeah. i also love yeah it's that like shit was- big mouth, um what's that other show big mouth and um some other shit it is a live action big mouth though i like that which is crazy because you would think they, they couldn't be a live action big mouth no it's like big mouth and broad city smack together Oh, I've never watched Broad City, but it seems like my Sprinkle kind of a little Avenue Q on top. Exactly. Broad City. Um, to the topic, so yes. we can get the fuck up out of here. Um, y'all got shit to do. Period. Got to get this podcast up for y'all because we fuck with y'all. We love y'all. We got an episode for you niggas. Right, we be having shit going on. The lesson's over, bitch. I got my evenings back. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nighttime. Ooh. Yeah, so we may be better, doing better with episodes. Sorry that it's been like a thousand weeks. We listen, life be beating our ass. Yeah. So did two political honeys. Y'all was also campaigning hard as shit. Okay, we got our campaign honeys. Okay, what are we talking about though? We talking about 
Jealousy. Y'all hoes jealous. You bitches is jealous. Y'all been jealous. NAACP. Don't you love when bitches be talking about how people are jealous of them? Like, and they be like dead ass, and then you like, but you don't have. You don't have anything, baby, sweetie. Sister. Shit to be jealous of. You just gotta be like a, a whole person where you'd be like, maybe I just need to tighten up about the thing I'm jealous about. You know? Yeah. Like, it'd be different shit. Like, okay. So, Lauren, what are people jealous of you for? Um, well, honestly, I wouldn't fucking know. And if it's anything, you bitches are crazy because I have nothing. Um, in the course of my life, I've definitely had people tight with me about like men and like the fact that I had like male friends, not that I was fucking, that I was cool with. I wasn't fucking and maybe they were fucking them. They had an issue with the fact that we had a friendship that wasn't sexual. Um, that shit like that has happened, but it's usually like, I can't think of anything anybody would be like damn i'm mad because in my head i'm so far away from what i want i couldn't even tell you what people be jealous of me for i have fun maybe that well it's funny and i can see how like because you know a, a lot of women don't have a grasp on their sense of humor especially not when it comes to speaking with men mm-hmm. so i could and i'm interact with men it just doesn't bother me because i'm good funny at interacting with men Same. but a lot of women aren't and so when you are just in the spot being your natural self, I could see how that would frustrate a mad bitch, you know? But I, I could see how it would be like, I don't want to hang out with this bitch Lauren no more because that type of um, effervescence takes the spotlight off of other women. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you? What are people jealous of you? It's always really weird. Women are really, really strange with me about the way that my body looks as it relates to how their men consume it. Mm-hmm. Like consume it, which is really funny to me because I don't necessarily like to look this way. Just like having super big giant titties and having a big old stupid ass makes me feel like a circus <laughs> attraction more so than you didn't have to say big old stupid ass. No, I'm just saying <laughs> nobody get it because I yeah, do have a big old stupid. It ass. makes me feel like a circus freak when I'm out. So like, and you like, want to look cute and comfortable, but and you're dainty being and delicate. Ogle that whatever yes, the word I'm using, but it's always a thing. And it's, it's it's with bitches who don't like me. It's with friends. It's with people who just meet me. It's just always a situation. And I'm like, yeah, I know what it's like to covet somebody's body. You know what I'm saying? Because I wish I had a smaller, more perfect, you know, um, object not objectively. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Conventionally attractive. Conventionally attractive body. So I get that. But it's just like if you knew how I felt on the inside when people look at me the way that you think that I'm receiving it and loving it. Like a lot of my like um yeah I'm that bitch like yeah you know I got a banging body all of that is really just me stepping up to that plate that people put out for me mm-hmm. so that I'm not weird every time I go somewhere but I'm largely uncomfortable and bitches give me Hell. big shit about my body and I think I'm funny looking like I, I really do and bitches be like your shirt and I'm just like well, you know I'm sorry and that's something you can hurt People you should like, like shit that like you don't even necessarily always even like like about yourself that somebody's sitting over there mad about sitting over there mad, even though you don't even like the shit all right so for me like people are largely jealous of my relationships like they're like, they're really weird with me and my family relationships um me and my sisters like are really close but it's like we fight all, every day with nobody like me and my sister fight over the dumbest shit but like people are just still just oh this bitch and her sisters right they'll never say it out their mouth but they just they they are and then like or like the me my proximity to certain people not like famous or anything but just like i have friendships like i don't have a lot because people be jealous but like 
oh, you cool with this person. Well, I'm not cool with that person. And I'm gonna make it a thing. I'm like, why is that a thing? You know, you have the same access to this person that I do. Or um, like my, like we talked about earlier with you, Lauren, like my confidence, like I'm gonna say something. That's the same thing. Confidence with me too. Confidence, like I'm gonna I'm say something. I don't give a fuck. Like you can be mad or whatever. Like, But people don't have that kind of confidence or people don't walk in their own truth a lot. So open makes me an easy target because it's like easy to like pinch it on me because like yeah you know she said this so she mean it you know like it's just easier to just put shit on me and that's very annoying because like I it took a lot for me and I've had to be thrust into being so open because I've been exposed or whatever you want to call it like so now I have no choice but to just be open so y'all can't expose me no fucking more but then that makes people like be weird with me you know so there's that people Um, are also I think weird and I've noticed this with the three of us Cause like I've noticed both of y'all like retire friendships with people since I've known y'all. Mm-hmm. I've noticed both of y'all just kind of be in the middle of some shit and myself included, just like with my own personal. And I think that being a funny person and doing comedy causes you to be reflective and Absolutely. it causes you to have a different level of transparency with yourself that people otherwise never have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I think that when you just say whatever the shit is or you're able to just put it on the table people get really uncomfortable about that because somebody being an accountant that's not a skill they have to have to do that you know what i'm saying or somebody being a dentist assistant or some shit like that that's not a skill they have to have in the workplace but for us our and another thing with that another side of that is with being a feeling because oh you community you should be a be no, yeah. com- comedians are the most fucked up people that mm-hmm. there are. The three of us are fucked the fuck up. And that's fine because I love y'all. I love I love me, but it's like we be fucked up. So for me to have a boundary, oh, you're a comedian, you're supposed to be able to take that kind of No, that doesn't mean that you should and it's be like, able to talk I can't to take a joke. I can't take disrespect. I can't take disrespect. Yeah. I have to have a clear boundary. Don't fucking disrespect that. Or if I say something I'm, and I'm saying, hey, hello, I'm being serious. Nobody takes me seriously. That's another problem. Because now I got to show you how fucking serious I am. Right. Now you can look up. Now you can't reach me. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I got to show my ass because you playing with me and I'm being serious. I will joke all fucking day. But when I'm being serious, I'm being serious. And that's another level of friendship that gets violated because people are like, well, you know, it's like you can't take a joke because you're a comedian, but you joke with everybody else. But what's somebody joking you? No, that's not what it is. And even if it was, so? And even if it was. So? But that's not what we're talking about right now. So we can keep on, but yeah, like just being a comedian, like people. And another thing is this Instagram shit, especially like when you're away from your friends, so they're not seeing your day to day. They don't know your life room or what you post on Instagram. They think your life is something different than what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, oh, Mel, you famous. You be doing this. You know, I am unemployed, poor, depressed. I, I'm sick. I'm sad. Like you I'm don't know sure my, am. you don't know my fucking life, but you see, I'm posted and I'm with a comedian that I just ran into. And oh, Mel, Mel, you famous. Oh shit, Mel, famous. Let me get this. I am not fuck. I hate people call me famous because it's like I am poor. Okay, like because if I was famous, I would not be talking to you. Um, I just yeah, just with comedians in general, people think you just like have the thick skin, but it's like comedians are the most tormented people that they're on. That's why we're able to be comedian. That we yeah. we're not happy fucking people. We just mm-hmm. know how to be fucked up, funny. Like mm-hmm. you know, we're we're no probably more fucked up than the regular person or people like think you famous because you post cool shit on instagram like nigga i'm poor i'm sad i'm hungry like you don't know my life for real and, and the- you don't call me for real, so you don't know my real life and you're just basing it off what you see and the and job for free you said what and i got in this whatever you think is so cool that i have all this access to. i got in here for free because somebody well, is I- me from three years ago like it really don't even be what people think it is 
And then we're the only people whose jobs, like you don't know if you're doing it right until you start doing it. Like as much as we practice these jokes, I think I've said that before. As much as we practice these jokes, we don't know if the bitches gonna hit until we get in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like if you a singer, you can be confident in your job. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that you did the notes right and you get there, you do a good job. It's not like that with comedy. Like we putting our most vulnerable selves on the stage every time we get up there, every single time. And that shit wears on you. So you're doing that professionally and then the people in your personal life want to try you. That's not good. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. Or you know, one last thing that people are jealous of, my fucking hair. People are like, oh, Mel, your hair is so nice. I'm so jealous. Oh, it's so healthy. My hair is only healthy and, and I do my hair so nice and natural because I have not had the money to go get it done. So I've had to do it myself and learn how to make that shit cute. I, it's healthy because I don't put heat on it because I couldn't afford to get my hair done for so long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, y'all think it's healthy just because, oh, I just care so much about If I had the money consistently for the past three years, I would have heat damage like the rest of y'all. I have, my shit would be broke the fuck off in the front just like everyone else. It's healthy because I had no choice but to do it myself. Thank God God gave me the talent to do my own hair. Yeah. Y'all bitches think I give a fuck about my hair like that. I don't. I want to be wigged and weaved down and have some frontals in my, stuck on my forehead too, bitch. You too, girl. So, nah, I don't think I had a forehead. I had a widow's peak. I'm real self-conscious. I got a widow's peak has me dead. That's why, like, I be having it covered because I'm just embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Why don't you just take, go to the barber and have him chop it off? I mean, I can do that myself. Um, no, you're going to fuck your hairline up trying to chop your shit off yourself. That's okay. crazy. But then I got to go in the barbershop and deal with toxic masculinity just to get rid of my widow's peak. I'm gonna go to a female. The, uh, the goddamn salon got clippers they could do. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get into the different types. Let's. I want to talk about sibling jealousy really fast. Go ahead. Because I uh, obviously can never have this conversation with my brother because he's a child, and I have right. to wait until he's like a grown up to really express like this phenomenon. I'm the oldest, so it's really weird being the first pancake, and it's really just frustrating. <laughs> first pancake. It's true. It's really frustrating seeing the shit that would have got you murdered just be done and handled with care. And that's a really ugly thing because obviously you don't wish harm on your younger siblings, but it's just like, damn, y'all really would have like fucked me up, huh? Or the fact that he has like a TV in his room bothers me. Y'all owe me reparations. I never had a TV in my room. Somebody <laughs> needs to buy me a fucking, that's real. That fucking bothers me. This nigga just hopped on his bike the other day and was like, I'm going down the street. Are you? Because I, I had questions. I put his daddy and his mama in the group text. Uh, excuse me. We just getting on bikes and going down the street now because I had to ride my shit up and down this way. See, you're the oldest. Me and Mel are the youngest. So we were on the opposite side of that. Like the sibling jealousy <laughs> your older sibling. My yeah, sister put me in a wagon. I remember like I was little as hell. And she took me like we were going to play together to a park. And she just left me there and was going to come <laughs> back to the family with no more baby. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm, I'm laughing. My cousin Farrell older siblings do they're like no i was important and now this motherfucker is here yeah. that it wasn't like that when my brother was born because our age difference is mm-hmm. so vast i was really just like a teen mom um you know so there was that but as i got grown and he got into his like being able to be autonomous and do shit years i'm just like this is upsetting me and i don't know why at times, the fact that I wasn't raised with my sister, and my sister wasn't really raised by my dad, and she seems to be an emotionally well-adjusted person, and I'm not, so I'm also <laughs> jealous of that. Because y'all, huh? Just fuck me, right? in real life or on the pod, but it's like she may have her own set of shit. Yeah. So she yeah. may have her own set of like maybe dad issues because she doesn't have that relationship. So she probably looks at you like, so you just know this nigga, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, it's called. 
So it's like, it's going to be that way. Like with me and my siblings, we're all so far in age. So Melissa is 12 years older than me. And then Monique. That's the one with Prince and the rest. Yes. And then okay. Monique is, no, Monique, Melissa's 12 years older than me. Monique is seven years older than me. So it's like, we're all different, but they, they do that hate and that shit to me. So you just gonna let her do X, Y, Z. So you, so. I even know, and that's, that's real. Even the other day, like they still doing this with COVID. So like, I'll call my, I'll tell my mom, hey, hey mom, I'm going to tally. She's like, okay. I'm like, oh, mom, I'm going to tally. So you going to tally. Mm-hmm. I, mom, you gonna let her go to tally? Yes. What? <laughs> but my jealousy with my sisters is, um, it's not like a, you know, like no hate and shit. Cause we don't have that kind of like, also like, I'm not jealous of my sister who's like famous and super rich from her art because she's my big sister. Right. And where she loves, she loves, if she got it, I got it. And three, she's 12 years fucking older than me. So she's in a different place. She's in a different place. My sisters are in different places. So don't, and people try to do that weird shit with us. Like try to like pit us against each other or like, oh, like mostly with me, like, oh, your sisters look better than you. Like weird shit like that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, my sisters are so much older than me. Like, first of all, them hoes wasn't touching me when they was 26, period. But no. I'm joking, but it's like, <laughs> we're, we're so different. So it's like, it's not a competition, but what I am jealous of, this is, I don't want to get too dark, but you know, I'll get dark. But yeah, like, they spent more time with my dad. Yeah. Like when my dad died, I was 15, but they were 22 and 27. Y'all, they was at y'all fucking graduations and shit. Yeah. So I want to hear shit from y'all. Cause y'all had y'all moments. I, he made that graduation prom. All that, yeah. All that first, you know, I saw a nigga post a girlfriend like he missed all of that so it's like y'all had those moments now but you probably need to go talk to the lady about it. oh no i'll talk to the lady eventually right yeah. now I just tell really dark jokes and that's yeah. therapy for now yeah but it's just like that's just something i have to deal with but you know that and that's and that's not like a bad jealousy either it's just like that's some natural shit it bothers me and it shouldn't because it's the right thing to do but it bothers me that my dad will apologize to my brother and he still won't apologize to me well that would be and I, that you said what, Lauren? I couldn't hear you. Pissed me off. Let me find out my mom said sorry to any of my siblings. Ever. <laughs> Ever. No, I'm just getting my mom. I'm, I'm working with my boomer. She's my project, but she's just not starting to apologize about things. And I'm proud of her for that. What's my parents' generation called? I think y'all, y'all are Gen X. I mean, they're Gen X. They're like the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say that's Gen X. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um... So what other type of jealousy are there? Because we got almost too deep. With oh, I just realized one. I know that one thing that I think people get envious me about is my comfortability with my own sex life. And like, it's such a funny thing to have people like get a sense of resistance from, but I'll like go, you can go shake your ass, have a good time. If I want to sleep with somebody, I'm going to do so. If I don't want to, I'm not going to do so. And I've been in encounters with people that I guess like, it's, and with this one specifically, it's more women or anything. And that's when, like the, oh, you're a hoe, you're this other. None of that bothers me. Like, it doesn't shake me in any capacity. And I do think there are people that are comfortable with that because that's something they want. Like they want to not necessarily to be able to like, not to sleep with everybody, but like to be able to move in their own sexual desires and not be like ashamed or guilty and to have other people treat them with that same level of respect because that's how they do. I have that people get super tight about that. And that's super funny. I would say I felt the same way with my friends. Cause again, I used to be a super prude and like gravitate towards prude ass bitches as friends too. <laughs> and out of the prude shit i'm the whole of the group and it just be super weird like and they'll try me and it'd be like small little microaggressions like i was talking about this one nigga i think i forgot what the conversation was but i had talked to him and she you know she's like girl i don't know your pussy been type shit it's like first of all, i didn't even fuck this nigga but you're projecting onto me because you feel like you got more like you know you're more wholesome than me or like it was People, one nigga was talking about like oh i fucked him you fucked him oh my god yes 
what is the tea like what yeah people especially Mm. women i realize it takes a lot of unlearning Mm -hmm. a lot of women because they value themselves through their vagina and what they do or don't do sexually right it upsets them with you don't because that's how they've decided that they're better than you yeah so when they can't like shame you it's like when people meet you and they ask you what do you do for a living they're deciding how they're going to treat you Mm -hmm. and that's the same thing with sex so oftentimes women will be like, well, I think less of myself when I experience sexual freedom. Well, why don't you? So I don't understand why you don't. And then when you're still getting niggas who they be, who they want. Right. And like, this girl's like, oh, she exactly. getting Oh, that'll eat a bitch up. Were you supposed to be a dirty ass slut bitch? Yes. Yeah, like, like, I- I- Hold on. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. It did a little crinkly shit for a second, but go ahead. Yeah. So it, it, it fucks with them and it's like, so you a whore are still getting men and I'm over here it's like yes I think a lot of women who are jealous of socially free women are um they think men are more complicated than what they really are yeah. and that's really what it is that's you think hard. men are these super thoughtful super like considerate people who weigh all the options and all the factors no they just motherfuckers and do whatever it is they want to do no matter what that shit is that they're talking at the end of the day almost every nigga that has ever loved me got fucked on the first day and, and they have been in Go ahead. Deep love. That being said, even with that whole, like, they think men are more complicated, where are you getting this research from men from? Because have you talked to a man? From church. Is it from church? You're right. It's church. Church is the problem. Maybe that's why it wasn't as powerful with me. Because. Because. But ain't your mama. My mom. That's churchy. My mom is definitely, like, um, very, you know, y'all say churchy but my mom would never really it's like could slut shame anybody because she got 80 kids and we don't all share a father so you was popping that pussy too <laughs> so there's not like that's one thing i will say my mom was never like um she didn't really raise me either so there's that but she was never like you slept with this nigga your value is related to that like that that's one thing my mom never likened my value to a man if anything my mom my parents got remarried and my mom constantly says when their, my parents got divorced it was the best seven years of her life i really think my mom was a lesbian okay go on right we're listening i i really think it's because like she doesn't i think it's like repressed in her because she's like fuck like you know i grew up in mississippi in like the 1900s like whatever we were we were slaves and we weren't allowed to you know be gay slaves and i think that she's got that like conditioning because like she enjoys hanging out with girls she my mom really doesn't like romance or men maybe she's asexual i just don't think my mom like sex or love so i think that's why she's always been very cool about like all of her daughters like your sexual exploration that's your business because girl i don't know what the fuck i'm doing at my big old age i'm still fucking i don't even like it considering how churchy my mom is she's actually pretty cool about sex i've learned that too talking to them because it was such a chore for them and they didn't get the chance to like really like explore like they weren't really like sucking dick for real you know they didn't really get to get their ass ate that probably would have been lit you know for yeah. a generation so unless she was really like horn if you was like fucking um pam greer some shit Can you, you imagine know? getting your ass ate after the protest oh my god oh my god with all in washington with all that leather Woo! and shit like mm. them niggas wasn't freaking like that like that the blood's know? like rushing so, you just ran from like and group like oh so you guys it's adrenaline is pumping because he just like punched a white racist for you this is a sex scene that someone needs to shoot for Pornhub. Water hoses and them dogs mm-hmm. being sticked on you. You can get mm-hmm. home and all that civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Well, civil unrest is just must. 
That's just my story. That good fighting sex. Oh my god. Oh, Herschel. Porn category or Black Panther? Should I just look that up on Pornhub? Do you think that'll pull up people in like the hats and shit? Something good, let me know. I might be into that. Oh, we got to make that that up like a Leon looking ass nigga. And like, yeah, actually, I'm hold on. We're uh, Malcolm X looking at the blinds of that gun, and then imagine him posing the blinds. My favorite. That's that is my favorite. From the top, make it drop. That's (laughs) a (laughs) wet. My favorite is Obama with the cut and the AirPods in. Nah, me and Michelle don't talk no more. Ooh, yeah. Did y'all uh, sing that fucking intro? Ooh, Lord. Swoosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know that. I can't say that on here. I work. <laughs> Man. We'll crop that piece. But we know, but still. True. We know. I think another reason older ladies are so weird and judgy about sex is because birth control really wasn't a thing for real so when you was fucking and exploring you just got that's pregnant it. You got, so it probably only way like out was a fucking pregnant. wire hanger yeah. and being sterile yeah. so it wasn't no way out for that shit we so get i think great, we just great. be doing shit and not getting pregnant and they'd be like fuck y'all because <laughs> <laughs> when she was pregnant you was pregnant you just pregnant and it wasn't it was it was it wasn't too many ways out and you was just stuck and then you probably had to marry that nigga because it's old school yeah it made you marry that nigga back in the day oh lord we can just take a pill these days and just never speak to the nigga period that shit out no seriously um i think that's great no see we already kind of touched on that but it just be when your friend when your close friend is doing some jealous shit one it's very difficult to bring it up so you're like at a crossroads, like, okay, if I bring this up, is this the end of our friendship? Probably. Not because you think the friendship is over, but because some people are just not emotionally equipped. They to don't address- see a relationship out on the other side of addressing jealousy. Um, okay. They don't see a relationship on the other side of addressing jealousy. So it's like to deal with whatever abuse is coming to me because you are jealous. Unpack it. And they don't want to acknowledge it because it's like the elephant in the room. So it's like, I had a friend who was mad at me about so much shit. And I was like, well, this isn't a thing because X, Y, Z, this also isn't a thing. So what are you really mad about? And it just never really came up. But it's just like, because they're mad about nothing. Another- friends do jealous things. At least for me, the first thing I assume isn't they're jealous. I always assume like 50, th- 50 things before that because I, you just don't think the people that are intimately close to you that know what the fuck is really going on would be jealous in that way. But it happens. And I think that um, getting older, almost being 30, doing comedy, all these things that make have made me more self-aware and more communicative about my communicative about my feelings. I realized like even when you are the jealous friend, because I've definitely been jealous of somebody I was cool with before, that shit feels so bad and it doesn't feel good. It's a really, really, really shitty feeling. And it it's made me more um, I guess understanding of when other people do things out of that place. Cause like now that I've had the experience of being jealous of friend, that shit is awful. Cause you're like, damn, like I don't want to feel like this about I don't want to have yeah. this- tension within myself about you like that's gross i think it's easier to be jealous of people that you're close to because you intimately see how they live their lives and you know comparison is the thief of joy so when you know that like okay i know this person and i may have done like identical paths on this thing and they ended up with this and i didn't or i ended up with this terrible situation and they didn't it could cause you to be really frustrated because you know the details. Well, when you're jealous of like an arbitrary bitch of just like somebody just out in the streets, it's not like a real jealousy because you don't know them like that. Yeah, you you're really just you're coveting. But having a real jealousy of somebody that you see all the time, it, it's really easy to get there. And I think mm-hmm. that the issue with jealousy is not that you're jealous. 
the issue with jealousy is not checking that and being like, why do I feel this way about this thing? Is it that I feel like I'm supposed to have it or I feel like this person is not supposed to have it? Right. What is it? You have to acknowledge your insecurities. I know like being jealous is a natural thing. Being a hater is a choice. Yep. So that's the You have to, amen. But you have to acknowledge your insecurities. I know I'm insecure about like my career or job or whatever the fuck. Like, so somebody did a good job. I'm like, she's awful, God. And why does she have a good job? <laughs> I'm over here hungry. Hungry as fuck. Unemployed <laughs> as hell. Sometimes I can't even get no fucking steady job or whatever. So that's the insecurity that I have. I know that. But, you know, that's also so many things that I'm very super, you know, confident or whatever about. But I know that's one of my things. So when people, you know, I get on LinkedIn and I get super triggered because it's just like, who gonna love me? You know what I'm saying? And I can acknowledge that. And that's and that's natural to be jealous, of, but I'll never be a hater because when that takes too much energy, but people be real life haters, and that's the motherfucking problem. Now that part, like now I'm there's if I don't like you and I'm talking shit about you, that's different. But like from a place of envy, I really do, especially being older. I think that's it's easy to like fall into like jealousy and action and actually hating when you're younger i think when you get older just having a better grasp of yourself and realizing like oh this bitch really didn't do nothing to me because bitches will make up a whole beef out of jealousy and you don't have to say a word to them they could have a whole like series of interactions that that kicked off this beef but none of that was really like that because they were fucking jealous and like i don't know like now with me when i know that i'm jealous of somebody for whatever reason it is i force myself to say something nice about them to myself i don't i'm probably not gonna say that out loud but within myself i force myself to be like all right you know that you're hating this shit is really fire this bitch is really this bitch is really like a great singer stop stop it you're hating because you're mad i had a friend that i a childhood friend that i stopped fucking with because I felt like all the things that were happening to her should have happened for me mm-hmm. and all of those things happened back to back to back to back to back at my father spent my whole like childhood comparing me to her she was really my only close friend mm-hmm. but i just got tired of seeing well, her fuck you up. That's like it fucked me up and i got tired of seeing her happy which is just not a good thing and i just did not understand why i was there but i had the wherewithal to not be smiling in her fucking face and be up under her all the time while secretly i felt this way i had to separate myself from her and work on myself so that when i did come back into her life i could be a good friend because she was like a fucking Bill Gates scholar and she got married and she got a job right out of college and she just went to these schools that I thought were supposed to be happening for me which in hindsight I wanted none of that now that I know what those things are that's another thing too you need to have the self-awareness like this bitch get my nerves oh my god I can't stand seeing her post then I'm like okay why do you just like do you want this no okay this bitch is annoying yes do you want this is the question like the thing that you're jealous of do you want it do you really want that thing or you just feel like you, it's the next step and you're supposed to have it and somebody got there first? Right. It's like, you didn't want that job. You just don't like that bitch. And sometimes you just don't like people and you have to be like, okay, I'm not jealous. I just don't like this bitch. And that's oh, fair. Yeah. There's a difference because sometimes it is like a, like a bitch. No, I'm not. And that's, that'd be the thing sometimes though. Bitch, like you jealous? Like you mad? No, no, no. I don't like you. I'm not jealous. I am mad, but it's because I don't. It's not. And people comments towards you will show you how they feel anyway like if they take something positive and try to make it sound negative like oh you just jealous oh, okay right. like someone <laughs> someone said something about my house like in a negative way it's just like really oh you hating okay okay and it's just like yeah. i don't even make the thing so when I, I don't make things a thing but you made it a thing that's how i know it's a thing for you i also don't really like give a lot of um credence to people being jealous because i just feel like most of what people do doesn't have anything to do with me yeah and so like 
most part don't even really be paying a fuck attention until you do something flagrantly rude to me because of jealousy and i'm like oh you a hater but otherwise i probably won't even catch the shit for real that's why when it comes to a head and it is ugly i'm usually surprised i'm yeah. usually like who knew yeah We'll say once for me, like I will do the same. But once you do that big ugly thing, then I do the review, and I'm like, you know what? All these other little things look funny in the light now too. Now that yeah. I'm doing the math and adding up, I can almost pinpoint the day that you got tight. Yeah, that'd be it. That'd be it. What's the um, most hater ass shit y'all have ever done? I haven't really did no hater shit, but I will. I okay. So two things happened. And it's so crazy because I hope that my friend does not listen to this. So one time I was just being a hater on purpose. And one time I think my body was being a physiological like hater. So <laughs> being a hater on purpose, I went to high school with this girl that had everything that I felt like I wanted. She had the clothes I wanted. She had two parents who loved each other and were married and didn't fight. She had all the good phones. She had a dog at home. Her yeah, hair was long. <laughs> Well, seriously, her, no, that was big back in the day. Her eyelashes were just long, beautiful. She was really smart and good at the subjects that I wasn't good at. Uh, we'll call her uh, Daniela for this, but that's not her name. Um, and she was just all around, just like a bad bitch at such a young age. And I was too. I just didn't, I'm not that kind of bad bitch. And just every day, I was like very Dinkelberg about it, like Dinkelberg. <laughs> my long hair if I had some <laughs> like that's just how I felt about the whole situation and I never really acted on it I never did anything rude or terrible to her and we're actually still the way that you're cool with people you went to high school with on Twitter and on Instagram like we're cool in that way but I just spent so much time being jealous of her and then one day recently I saw her at JJ's mm-hmm. on Wesley Chapel and I'm just like you've been a regular bitch this whole time and I've just been idealizing your life for shut up and then the thing that I, well, I'm not going to, actually, I'm not going to tell that. I'm not going to say that part. That's fine. That's the one thing. Go on. But what you, you said you, your body was a hater. So one time I was at, a, I'm just going to make it very general. I was at a large event for my friend that should have absolutely only been about her. And then I almost passed out and had to will myself not to pass out and take the attention off of her at the biggest possible moment of the whole event. Like I was fine. I was Okay. But my body was shutting down. How dare this bitch? Please just die. Die here. No. No. Yeah. Like die, my die. body was like throw up and pass out. <laughs> wow. Yes. And I, I still have no explanation for it. I talked to my therapist about it. And my therapist was like, that was just probably a physi- physiological response you had just at that moment. She was like, because you didn't feel any way. You were happy. My but body, body was literally like- was like, I, my mouth started tasting like pennies. And I was like, oh, no yeah and then I got lightheaded and I was wearing heels and I was like if you pass out right now this girl's thing this is the end of this friendship it is over so I did not pass out. I didn't throw up immediately after but but it was really really awful I think my body was physiologically jealous like you seen that episode of Grey's Anatomy where that lady has a heart attack on the same day every year because that's when her lover died but she was married to somebody else have y'all seen that no I don't watch Grey's because it's too much no, yeah. grace, you it's so good. If you want to be depressed for a weekend, get you some wine and some grace. So on this episode of Grace, this is the only thing I can liken it to. On this episode of Grace, mm-hmm. her she was married, but her lover was her neighbor. Mm-hmm. And every year on the same date, she had a heart attack. That must be some good day. Right. Every year, same day, she was admitted to the same hospital every day. That's the type of shit that I think my body had at that function. Damn. Yeah. 
So that's the most jealous thing I did, but it was by accident. I didn't have any part of it. It's my it was by accident. For me, I I don't. I try to. Like when I am jealous, I acknowledge it and I move forward and I don't act on it because I've been hated on so much and it's so exhausting. I don't want to do that to nobody else, right? Yeah. So, but I will say the first time I ever was a hater and I could acknowledge it, I was like seven. And was I seven? Yeah, it was like fourth grade. And at the school dances, I was always the center of attention for the black girls. I would, you know, pop, we used to call it popping, but like riding out, mm-hmm. dancing nasty, whatever. That was my shit. Everybody will form a circle around me. I may have a sandwich. I may battle somebody. A sandwich? No. Yeah, we would be lit. But it was this one particular third grader. This bitch was new. Her name was Felicia. I don't know where the fuck she came from. And everybody was paying her attention at the dance. And I tell you, I was sick. Because I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? And who does she think she is? I was so mad. And I remember, I will never forget this this moment. I was like standing in the outside of the circle. Do you know how, okay. You know how um, Beyonce's stepsister was looking at the white girl and say the last dance? Mm-hmm. It was like, watch this shit. Yes. That's how I was looking at her. Like, who this bitch thinks she hot? Who the fuck is she? Right. And I will never forget that Slave for You by Britney Spears was, was playing. And she Not was like in the Slave for You. And she was like, I'm a slave. I was like, who the fuck does this bitch think she is? <laughs> who is this? And I remember I was mad the rest of the week. But that was like my first time really being a hating ass bitch. And I can acknowledge that. And you know, I had every right to feel that way because who the fuck was she? She didn't go to our middle Where's school. Where's she though. now? I have no idea. She didn't go to our middle school, so I don't have no like database or like yearbook with her face in it. But I remember her face. If I see her today, I it's, might recognize her. It's still her. on site. It's like, bitch, battle me right now. Are you talking about the dance battle from 18 years ago? Right now. Today. Right now. Because I got the same snake from the BMA performance from Britney Spears. So, <laughs> bitch, try to win now, ho. That's funny. What's up? So, yeah, that was. I got to pee. I also have to pee. So, um, you have to pee in my room. My bathroom is dirty. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the hateration and the holleration. I think we just covered all topics. What's yours? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. My most hater shit. Actually, mine is like, mine is petty. And like, honestly, I probably owe this person an apology. This girl, we were cool. We weren't friends, you know, but we were definitely in a space where she didn't expect this kind of shit from me. Um, she constantly won the science fair. And um, for the first time ever, I put forth a project I was really proud of and I set it up and hers just, she set hers next to mine um, in a way that felt confrontational. You know what I'm saying? And hers was just so much better than mine. It didn't make me feel good about like how my project looked. So I, um, we had a break or whatever and everybody went to eat lunch and I destroyed her project and threw it away. And I also destroyed and threw away a project of somebody else to kind of take the suspicion off me. I don't know why I would have been suspected anyway, but um, I never got caught. She ended up, um, they gave her a grade for the science fair, but she couldn't win a ribbon and I got second place. So I still didn't win. If, if anything, I learned like hating will get you nowhere. So who won? Um, a white bitch. I should have threw her shit away too, but she wasn't in my class. I, I'm mad you made it a crime spree to cover your tracks. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just thought about it. Like, hers just goes missing. People will know it's me. And that was my guilt talking because no one would have thought it was me. So another kid got their project destroyed for no fucking reason. I gotta pee, y'all. Keep talking. About um, but yeah, I think that we touched our base. This is actually some real shit. And I think I love that we can acknowledge our own hater shit, which is important because people don't ever want to say they hater. Yeah. And I can't. Like, you know what? But the thing is, I have worked so hard, and people like around 2015, my friends like just dragged me for being a terrible person. And which I don't think it was even that terrible, but everybody wanted to make sure I was such a bad person in undergrad. I wasn't. 
And 2016 was about so much growth and like acknowledging my own shit and bullshit. So it's like, now people can't tell me, you can't tell me nothing about me. You know what I'm saying? I've done the work. I do the work in myself. So you can't tell me no new information about my motherfucking stuff because I already did it. And I was there when I did it. Right. So that's how I can, like, I I know me. You're not going to present any new information to me about me, bitch, because I know me and I talk to myself like, bitch, are you being a hater? Are you being genuine? Are you are you the problem? Is it you? And mm-hmm. it's not like, about facts. Period. Period. Like, I'm just saying, talking about self awareness and like having it. And people don't have no fucking self awareness. Like people just do not read no room. Mm-hmm. They don't read, and they just think. Oh, sorry, my toenail almost took you out. But like people just don't. Did it? Just don't. And I, I think people have self awareness. I think that people are very much like if nobody else says this, then I won't say anything. I think that they know that the fucked up shit they're doing, they just let it ride out until a motherfucker, a motherfucker call them on it. That's mm-hmm. what I think it is. Because if nobody's calling out this behavior that you do and it's been working for you, of course that's what you're going to keep, keep doing. doing so I don't, I don't, I, I used to think that people weren't self-aware. I think that people are very reflective, but I do think people know that they do fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Like I was um, with my little yeah the other day, we got into it, and I was like, you know what, you know you do this thing. One, because people have told you you do it. So everybody's not fucking lying on you. <laughs> so if you don't accept it, that's fine. But you're only doing it because it's been working for you. That's why you're behaving like this. And people let you do that. Yeah. And that's the thing. When, when people continue to do things if, that people have allowed them to do, when you are the person that say, hey, you that's do That's what your girl's problem is. Mm-hmm. When you do this, I'm not doing this shit no more with you. I'm not acknowledging, I'm not shucking it up to, oh, that's just how she is. No, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm just not going to be your friend no more. Then you look like the person that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's and then they'll lie and be like, oh, male, stop fucking with me because so, 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 so. Or no, so, no. so, stop fucking with me because I didn't even do nothing to her. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You, everybody, you know, and, I, and I'm just the one who say something, but everybody else knows it's the truth. Yeah. Everybody else said your shit, too, just don't have the wherewithal to say something. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. I don't need no, not that I don't need nobody, but I'm not going to keep anybody. You got around. like six sisters, though, so you really don't need nobody. I have two. No, seriously. And us, so like, you don't. I can get it, too. <laughs> but like, I don't have room for people who one not gonna respect me, my boundaries, whatever the fuck I say. You know, just like I just need people around who want to be around or who are gonna treat me right at the bare fucking minimum. So I'm not gonna sit up here and coddle people in their feelings like you know you fucking wrong. Acknowledge it. One thing I will let people know because a thing a thing about me, and this is because of my tongue bond with my dad, I have mastered being able to hold people accountable for abuse while still being abused. Mm-hmm. So like I will be like. I noticed that the, I see this shit that you do. I don't like it. It makes me feel this way. And one day I might leave. Like, and I know I that's not, no, but for real, like I'm here now because I want to be, but one day I might stop fucking with you. Mm-hmm. So people get used to mistreating me because I stay around. Mm-hmm. And then one day I disappear into the fucking night. And they're like, wow, I never thought it was going to fucking happen. But that's because I, the relationship that I have with my dad, it's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? The things that we've been through, it's not healthy, but you see us together. Y'all see me and my dad together. We're best friends. Right. But I still will acknowledge, like, you have and continue to treat me bad and yeah. abuse me. And one day I will fuck off into the wind. And you'll never hear, and you'll never hear from me again. And that's how it I takes a while for me, though. For me, it's like, I have like a three strike system. It's like, you pissed me up in that sometimes. I ain't say nothing. But this time, mm-hmm. now I got to say something. Begin block. Now I'm not fuck with you. Now, because it's like, why would I continue to keep somebody around who don't act like they want to be kept? Mm-hmm. And they're so used to people just chucking into the game, and I'm so tired of that. But, um, okay, well, let's wrap this up, because bitches got to pee and go home, and I'm kind of hungry again. We're like, so, maybe y'all are, like, politically inclined. Riddle me this. So, this man is at 264. 
we're just waiting on one state to come through with Biden's white name on it and it's over. Right. Once he gets to 270, it's a wrap. Yep. It's what the fuck is taking Nevada so long? We could be out of here. Um, it's probably some stealing going on in Nevada, maybe. Mm. So there's that. There might be efforts to like thwart the democratic process there. Um, and also they may just be one of those states that didn't intend to count their mail-in ballots like today. So that may be also that there. Okay. okay. It's down to just Nevada, right? I'm not crazy. It, it's literally like he just needs Nevada. Georgia was so close to going blue. It's it's not. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to go that way. It's just Nevada we're waiting on. Yeah, Georgia's in 1% uh, margin right now. Yeah, it's, we're, 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 I'm, listen, niggas gonna talk shit. I'm proud of us. Like I said, we are shaking up the Bible Belt. Next thing you know, I'll be smoking blunts legally downtown. It's point, it's a 0.9% uh, deficit right now. And they're still counting. Um, so it hasn't been called. And the fact that it's this close and hasn't been called means some shit is afoot either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if Biden takes Georgia, like I'm gonna do a new drug tonight. No, like I may have. <laughs> Stop. I don't know what work. I'm on my organ. I'm doing. I may just post my news like they were saying on Twitter. I'm gonna just, just online. I'm not even charging for this. Georgia is blue. Judas Blue, here's my twerk video. Fine, y'all. Like, here's my- like when pigs fly, but like it's actually happening. Only like a million something people in Nevada voted anyway. That's- I'm gonna post my nigga. I don't even have a nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm gonna get a nigga and then I'm gonna post him because George is blue. This bitch said I'm gonna do a nigga reveal. If y'all keep keep it up, I'm gonna tell y'all my business. <laughs> all right i was i'm gonna confirm whether or not i asked for this nigga under because y'all had to know y'all needed to know after y'all sat there and voted oh also to our listener who dm'd me and asked if i know who dm'd me from a fake page to ask me if i know someone who sells adderall i feel like this message came from the police um officer so whatever officer is listening to this podcast I will not be convicted for fucking selling narcotics. Like, I just can't do it. I won't be going to jail. So best of luck to you finding Adderall. If you can't find it, get Coke. Um, you know, press on. Good luck. Um, but yeah, it's been, we'll see. Hopefully there's a winner by the time we, you know, convene. But we got to do this shit. And I think we can. And it's lit. Like, I am... So exciting. So make sure y'all write us. We haven't gotten any letters, probably because it takes us a month and a half to answer them. Yeah, we know it takes a while for us to get you your letters, but at the end of the day, we're going to read it. The shit is going to be amazing. You know, bitch. It it might be turbulent, but you have the time of your life, so just do it. All right, so we can head on out. Thank y'all. Y'all got an episode. I want to hear shit from y'all. Love y'all so much. Um, Yes. Much love. One love. Live tweet. All the buds. And remember, happy hoes ain't hating. Right. Hoes ain't happy. All right, well, bye, bye. y'all. Bye. The jokes on jokes, 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 the jokes on jokes,